Hey legends, welcome to the Virtus Performance Podcast. We've got episode number 102 today with uh, the great man Sean Jonas, aka Picto Bento. Uh, we'll dive into why he's called Picto Bento early on in the podcast. Uh, Tommy T also jumped in today uh, to be the glue guy. Uh, we chatted all about Picto's odd jobs. Uh, all the stuff he's done, his love for the simple things, uh, all the the cool stuff that comes with being a well-known Australian rock star and that self-proclaimed rock star. Okay, he didn't say that. He's actually very humble about it. Um, and we also chatted about a few exciting events he has coming up uh, this year. Underwater events too, which we love. So get excited. Anyway, here we go. Here's Picto. My personal and business goal is to be just a little bit better every day. I believe everyone, especially normal people, have a story to tell. The Virtus Podcast exists to help us all find small ways of consistent improvement by discussing the journey and experiences of each of our guests. What, what are we looking at? What have we got up there? Talk us through those photos on your Instagram pic, though. Swim team up top, tip rat, young picto bento. <laughs> What's this? Pez heads. Pez head? Oh, that's just... Yeah, that's terrible. Love the Pez heads. You, oh, yeah. clean shaven Shawnee. Love it. Solar panels. <laughs> Solar panels. Tell us Environmentally about. friendly right there. It's very Generated. Did you punch back into the grid? This last time? 50 bucks credit. Love that. <laughs> that's just that's just the first. You are first making order. the world a better place, one kilo one at a time. Tell you what, look at that up there. You can see the ocean if you stand up from there, by the way. <laughs> so if you stand up on a stepladder. So if you're on a stepladder. On Sean's shoulders. I might live in a caravan on a hill, but i tell you what, if we go up. It's a nice hill. Made some money. <laughs> if we ever sell it. Picto, welcome to the podcast. Well, we started. Well, we started a few minutes ago. Oh. Good to be here. <laughs> it's good to have you. And we've got uh, we've got Mr. Glue Gun himself, Thomas Turlack. Yeah, yeah. It's not about me, it's about Sean. Called the it's facilitator. About, for it's about Tommy. Nah. Nah, it's about you, mate. Okay, it's about me. Now, your fans need to know, where did Picto come from? Why are you okay. called Picto Bento and not Shawnee, whatever your other name is? Well, on the old Nokia phones, <laughs> you know how you do predictive text, so like you'd have ABC would be the one. Yeah. The Nokia brick. Yeah, the brick. The snake. With Snake. Yeah, I exactly. miss predictive text. That was fun. So you just so you type whatever number was S. Yeah. So people would just do that, and it always I'd get text messages as a picto because people would do that for Sean, and it just come up as <laughs> as picto. So Thunder used to just start my great friend, man. great yeah, man. Dude. He used to just call me picto because of um. That's how my tech. He'd go to write, "Hey Sean," but always say, "Hey Picto," and then he'd just call me Picto. It's stuck. It's stuck. So if you were a you know a two thousands baby, it just wouldn't have happened. You wouldn't. Nah, you wouldn't know. You wouldn't know about it. Know you about wouldn't know it. the troubles of the Nokia. It's magical. Yeah. What about what about Bento? Favorite food. Once again, me and Thunder. We worked at a place called Zenith Records where we used to press records, but we called ourselves vinyl attracions. <laughs> Well, that's what Thunder called it. I love Very it. Cool. He said we were vinyl attritions. 
We used to always get bento boxes from teriyaki boiler <laughs> in the corner. Yes, actual bento the, boxes. You'd get the chicken katsu bento, and I was... What was your go-to bento? Well, I was a hard-out vegan at the time oh. for two years, like no animal products. So I'd always get my own special vegan bento, which wasn't on the menu, and it used to be... So he used to call it the picto bento, and they knew it so well that he'd come in and be like, just a chicken katsu bento, and they'd go, oh, I know, picto bento. <laughs> So they knew it as the Picto. That was the, my own special bento box, the Picto Bento. It's fantastic. Yeah, that's how it came about. And that's it's magic. Stuck. Love it. You've done some things. Done some things. Tick some boxes. Not all good boxes. <laughs> really bad boxes. What's the worst box? The worst box would be I. The no, worst box. I've no idea where this is going to go either. Nah, it um. Done a lot of crap jobs, but the worst <laughs> one would be borrow roof tiles. I had to sit for 10 hours a day on the end of a conveyor belt. So, like, the roof tiles had come through. They'd go, they'd be painted, all these different things. And it was a fast conveyor belt. Went through about seven or eight different things. And the last thing before it went into packing was me with two skip bins behind me. <laughs> and basically, they'd just fly through one by one. And if they were broken, ditch I'd it. just ditch, throw them off for 10 hours a day. It was, like, the worst thing I'd ever done. <laughs> what was your... Uh... Tile per minute. What was your TPM? Well, how I'd make the days go quicker is I'd count the tiles. I'd be like, one, two, three, four. Oh my God. And then my mum was broken, so I'd be like, 21, 22, throw it off. What was your record? One, two. I think I got up to about 143. <laughs> That's the only... And there was this really crazy German guy at the packing bit, and if I let one go through that wasn't... Yeah. That was chipped... He'd stop the conveyor belt and just speak, like, abuse me in Lose German. His mind. Did he call you Picto or did he call you Shawnee? He didn't even have a name. Oh. He was just like, he called me idiot. That's what he called me. Bloody Klaus not even knowing your name. That's upsetting. Yeah. So you've, ha- you've had a lot of jobs. You've done a lot of things. Yeah. What is it that gets you out of bed in the morning? What's the thing? Well, I'm not, I like to get up early, but I'm not a morning person. So the thing I like Riddle to me that. Coffee. Coffee was serious. I'm not joking. When I used to work at the record place, I'd start at like anywhere between four and six. And the first thing that'd get me up was like, I'd be brushing my teeth, is like the coffee. Wherever. <laughs> like coffee gets me out of bed in the morning. It's the first thing I think of. I'm like, I can't wait for a coffee. So After the coffee, me- if we're going a little more metaphorically, a little bit more meaning, what gets you out of bed? In the deep. Go deep, mate. Go as deep as your body's going to be tomorrow afternoon. <sighs> what gets me out of bed? It's not money. I don't do anything for money. Good. I don't know. Just, man, that's a tough question. (laughs) (laughs) If it's the weekend, it's probably like, I want to go for a surf or a walk or a swim. But I don't know. Just kind of going to work and not hating yourself. That gets me out of bed. (laughs) Like, I could. Yeah. You could obviously make more money and get out of bed and, feel miserable but I'd rather get out of bed and not hate what I do it's always a bonus you know like enjoy your Monday to Friday and every job's going to have its pitfalls and yeah you know you're not going to love every day but if you go to work and don't dread it that gets you out of bed not feeling like crap every morning so I try and do that is it is that one of the reasons why you've had so many jobs because you nah nah that, that was just out of what I was doing, like I used to play music and stuff. Yeah. So I could only, you know, I was away from like Thursday to Sunday. 
So you kind of have to do what jobs would give you the boot. Which yeah. is the most jobs. <laughs> Which is the Yeah, so who, who's going to have me from like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or Monday to Wednesday? <laughs> and that's how you got those, all the random pickings. So many randoms. What's, because I, like, I'm someone that's had like three jobs, four jobs max. Yeah. And one of them was like a, I did the spring carnival and ate some food and that was about it. Yeah. But what is having all those jobs? all those different jobs with obviously different needs and requirements. What's that taught you about the way the universe works? Um, oh, it just, I think teaches you to enjoy stability. You know, like I've got friends who probably have done the same job since they left high school, but yep. they were still in high school and left. So, you know, coming, getting close to 40, everyone's a bit like, oh, I'm just so over this, right? pretty much just appreciate just like having a Monday to Friday job and having weekends off or something like yeah. that. So like just stability. Pretty boring answer, isn't it? No, that's not a bad answer. I mean, it like, is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you could come up with more exciting things, that'd be great. No, I'm kidding. Adapt in different environments as well. I, I couldn't do it now. I'm too anxious of a person to do it now. But yeah. back in the day, I didn't really care about much. So I could just kind of roll into any place mm. and just talk to... Hans, Johnny Boy, <laughs> the great or, man, the great man. Well, I think the that's the thing about stability. Like we all crave routine in different forms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you've had high-paying jobs, you've had more extravagant jobs, probably. But mm. what led you to kind of figure out and like almost go backwards to go forwards and go and get into coffee? Um. So, yeah, like I, I suppose I was painting houses, and it was sweet, like. It's a good, it's a job, it's a good job, but I didn't, you know, I didn't love it. And before painting houses, I was making coffees, like, just as a barista, and I'm like, man, this is tough work. I gotta, you don't really make a whole lot of money, and I was like, got offered, like, to help serving a guy coffees, believe it or not. (laughs) Became friends with him, and he's like, you want to come work with me? I was like, yeah, why not? So... By doing that and painting, I was still, I missed coffee but I didn't miss being a barista but I was like I'd love to like actually work for like a wholesale company or something and then a friend sent me an, a junior roaster ad junior and I'm, I was 30 or 32 at the time not the right age to become a junior hey but you do you. I saw it and I was like oh man like, that seems cool like coffee but not having to serve it you know it's, it sounded kind of like the tradie version of coffee <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean like yeah. Like, oh, it's kind of set, everything kind of ticked the boxes, like, oh, physicality, yeah. all this. I was like, early starts, like, love early starts. And you get to keep, keep you... your hands soft still? Oh, not really. No? no. Tommy's got pretty soft hands. No, not at all. <laughs> but I was like, oh, this is like the tradie version of coffee I without like dealing face-to-face with the public. And then when I went and met Tommy and Damo, who gave me the job interview, they were like, man, you do realise this is... A junior role like this is the worst money you could possibly like a kid could ask for you could mm-hmm. earn more money at Macca's and I was like you know how much are we talking I, I was like, I don't care because yeah. I feel like if you really want to find something you love like you got to start at the absolute bottom mm-hmm. and that bottom was below the bottom was like, <laughs> Man, there was no bottom this was like <laughs> terrible yeah. but I was like I was like well I want to give it a shot I said if I work hard you know I can move up and they're like yeah of course <clears throat> So just kind of 
did it and paid it after hours and on weekends to yeah. make enough money to kind of Live. survive. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was worth it because it was the best job ever. That's pretty cool. I was like, this is so cool. Working with two guys that were just exactly what I like about work, like hustle, work hard, care, but have a really fun time in the process. And I was loving it. I was like, yeah. I didn't care. Like It was terrible money. And then... By working hard, you just kind of progress. Mm. Didn't matter that I was thirty-two. Yeah, and I think we've talked about it before that you actually enjoy your weeks as opposed to like, yeah. oh, I'm going to work and I'm hanging for the weekend. We nah. were just having fun and enjoying our work. Yeah, day to day. So it's yeah. like cool weekend as well. Great. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're not like hanging for that money to use on the weekend because nah. you're just enjoying. Yeah, you don't feel sick on a Sunday night. Totally. Whereas a lot of people do, and I'm like, I think if you start feeling a little bit. You know, not well on a Sunday night before you go to work on Monday. It's time to kind of Some, assess. What something's got to change. Yeah, I reckon. Like, I know it's not easy. I don't have yeah. kids and stuff. So, when you got a mortgage and a family, it's not like it's not that easy to change. But I don't know. You can look into it. I suppose. There's no point being miserable for sixty, seventy percent of the week. No, nah, like my exactly. dad's done the same job for sixty years, and he likes it though. Yeah, he's like, love it. Let's if you love this. it, keep doing it. Yeah, he won't retire. He should be retired, but he won't because yeah. he just loves it. And it's like, I. I feel like that's what I want to be like. Yeah. I, lo- I love that because there's like, there's two lessons there. It's one, it's if you don't like it, change it. Yeah. And you should be enjoying every minute. But at the same time, you've gone into a job like at the bottom bottom of the barrel yeah. with zero entitlement. You've just gone, I'm just going to work hard yeah. and, and enjoy myself. Yeah. yeah. You had to humble yourself heaps. Yeah, big time. And- it was good though. Me, like, I was at the, at the time. I would have been twenty two, maybe. So it's a bit easier to start at the. You know, yeah, but, but or, still... when I started, I was nineteen. But I was twenty two, and I was in theory in charge of you. Yeah, you, you were taking, definitely in charge of me. There's kids telling me what to do, and you but were so I good at just humbled yourself. You're like, I just want to learn, and you had the most open. You're like, I know nothing, but I'm just here to learn, and I love coffee and teach me. And to be honest, for when we were looking for that role, like we had so many, we had these like what we would call like over-enthusiastic, frothy barista types <laughs> that, like, love and obsess over coffee and but would just get nothing done. And we had these kind of people who were in it to, like, earn heaps of money because they thought it was this and it was yeah. glamorous. Yeah. And then Sean came in and were like, he likes coffee like we like coffee. He likes the product. He enjoys it. But he's not there to obsess over the details, but he understands the hustle and the effort involved. Yeah. And it was like... That is exactly what we wanted. We wanted that combination of someone who cares about the product but doesn't want to just sit there and, like, just fondle every bean. And not and, do hard work. Yeah, like... Because that's what happens with, like, roasting coffee is, you know, I've employed... It's not glamorous. employed lots of different people and lots of people, first of all, like, just want to nerd out with coffee and not actually do the hard work. Yep. It's like, sorry, pal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's production realities of, like, you need to get kilos of coffee roasted, packed, and out the door. And that is... First and foremost, yes. we've got to keep the quality at a good at a good um, yeah. level, and that's obviously a big part of our job. But yeah. you've got to get coffee out the door, yeah. like, and it's got to be timely. It's got to be efficient, and these yeah. are all the things that is the first thing we look for. And the secondary is that we can teach you to improve mm. quality and do all these other things. But yeah. if you don't have that kind of drive and hustle to like be like grinding out every day, early mornings. See you later. Yeah, no, no, no. See you later. No. It's a we've, great... we've both worked with people at that in yeah. and it's just, just like, just headache, isn't it? Big it's time. Just like... Big time. But then you get the, when you get the, when you get it right, it's just like, man, it's yeah. so easy. It's a great mix of like humility and just work ethic. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. 
like anyone and like you guys have obviously employed people I employ people is if you tick those boxes oh. if you're humble and ready to learn and, and then you're willing to work hard you yeah. will get wherever 100%. you want to get to well, the rest is almost irrelevant well, that's me. what I tell people like when you're like got a, around a cupping table and tasting coffees and people are slurping and um you know, it's saying some pretty elaborate stuff like fondling beans cacao, and whatnot, cacao nibs, and uh, <laughs> um, all these, all these kind of like. Yeah. And when you've never done it before, it can be quite intimidating. Yeah. And I was, and when people are like, oh, I don't like doing it; it's intimidating. I was like, man, I used to do it, and I didn't, I didn't actually contribute for a year. I just listened, yeah. Yeah. and just kind of, because I didn't feel like I could contribute. I was just, I'd listen, taste, think to myself like, oh, I'm not getting that. Yeah. Like, what's going on here? What's wrong with me? But it's like repetitive action, train your palate, more and more you do something, you just get better at it. And that's why I tell people, like, don't feel intimidated. Mm. Just like, maybe listen and say what you feel. Don't try and say what you want us to Yeah, do. what you think you should well, be saying. We yeah. ended up having some really good rules in the roastery and like one of them, but we had these like very animal farmy like commandments written up on the wall, remember for a bit? Yeah. And one of them was like, no one's opinion is more important than someone else's. Like yeah. no matter your level. Yeah. Except for Tommy's, he's and I said asterisk except for Tommy's. <laughs> but it was it was so important to feel yeah. like that anyone. So we've had we had a bunch. We had Tristan come through. We've had a bunch of young kids come and help in the roastery. Mm. And I was like, your opinion is just as valid as mine and Sean's. Like you mm-hmm. have every opportunity to express what you think about this coffee, how you think the process should be yeah. done, how the roasting should be done. Like it was a very inclusive environment. I think that's totally. what actually got you to the level quicker than most and the same the people we had underneath us like when you're given that opportunity to shine you can actually shine yeah as opposed to being told that i know everything and you have years and years and years to catch up to me as opposed to like what do you think now let's talk about it like Mm. i can give you some pointers i can help you but your opinion is just valid if you taste this in this coffee you well, taste this in this coffee. We had a... I, I, I employed a friend as just like a helper in the roastery, so he basically just blended coffee and stuff. And um, we'd bring coffee out and we'd taste it. And he he was not a coffee person, like drank kind of lattes, but he wasn't a coffee person. Well, but what's wrong with the latte? No, 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 I'm saying like as he's like... Because when you taste, it's always yeah, like, yeah. like whatever. Um, but he was like, he's a really good cook and he you know knows different spices. He's got he had a great palate, but... He was great because he didn't really care. He'd taste the coffee and we brought out like an espresso and it was salty as hell. I was like, mm. man, this is salty. But I didn't say anything and then he tasted it and he was like, mmm, Vegemite. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. That's awesome. Because he didn't yeah. care. He's just like, I can't, this kind of tastes like Vegemite to me. And I was like, it actually does. Mm. Yeah. Probably not what we're going for. But let's work on this. But <laughs> he was so right. And because he doesn't care, there's no like, preconceived yeah there's no hang ups of being wrong and like yeah, embarrassed like Vegemite. Yeah. whereas like if yeah. a young kid who was really into coffee and wanted to impress everyone he wouldn't have said Vegemite yeah who knows what they would have he or she would have said but yeah I was just like that's the kind of attitude you need like don't care have you always been humble like where do you think that's come from being humble is probably because mm. I was probably like a drummer in a band so you gotta <laughs> you know no one cares so it's you gotta <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much no one cares. Carry on. Baby of family and a drummer, probably like when you're the youngest, yeah, you kind of get kicked to the side. And a drummer, it's like no one cares. Oh. No, but that's fine. I don't care. Shout out, shout out to all the drummers out there. No, but I don't care. It's like, 
if a drummer's standing up and waving his sticks, it's like, sit down, buddy. <laughs> All you <laughs> no gotta one, do is hit a thing. It can't no be that one cares. hard. Like you, you were there. If you weren't there, people would know notice you're not there. But they don't want to notice you. Um, so, which is good. I'm into that. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. It's cool. Used to play gigs and stuff, and someone would come up and be like, "Hey, mate," and I'd be like, "Here we go. A little bit of." recognition here Hello, then, then they'd say can you take a photo of me I never took it I, I act genuinely do not care but, yeah that's just you but I was like yeah happy to be in the shadows oh man don't 100% but I was like if you don't if you want recognition in, in music don't be a drummer don't be a drummer don't be a drummer <laughs> what, talk us through your illustrious musical career it was not illustrious. Very illustrious. I've been told it's very, it's illustrious. very illustrious. It's far from illustrious. Very illustrious. Pump it's much to tell. It's Come time on. to pump yourself up. Hey, or at least nah. pump your band members up. Nah. Um, not much to it. I don't know. I just kind of played with three guys ever since I was like... Oh, hello. A teenager. <laughs> a teenager and then just kind of fell into semi-pop... Being semi-popular, I suppose. Not full popular, but like you're playing kind of really small venues and then people are there and then stupidly got the band signed to a like a major label which doesn't mean anything by the way but they were silly enough to like go oh do you guys want to go to America for like seven weeks and record an album I'm like yes (laughs) (laughs) and um the album was a massive flop Uh, they didn't make their money but like it it wasn't because of the drumming though surely no the drum was very tight um (laughs) But they, what was yeah, the band called? That band was called Troll Kennedy. Yeah. Um, Which everyone would know. Nah, they wouldn't. If you live in Victoria, was, everyone knows Troll Kennedy. But it, was it that was the kind of band that could travel around Australia and play small venues, which was awesome. I, I when I played music, all I wanted to do was like play a show interstate. Yeah. So being and able to do all that. go to literally every part of Australia and have a small following, I was like, this is great. But when someone's invested, maybe like. 120,000 to make an album which is maybe not that much but stupid amount of money yeah you gotta play bigger venues than that to get to recoup your money yeah and it was yeah but we kind of fell into that you know like we were just mates probably like the only four kids that were into music so then you kind of team up together yeah yeah and then it just kind of went on and like I did it because it's just all on you you know, when you got no direction except, I love playing music. I love that. Just did it. And then just kind of next thing you know, you're just all, always away. And then I, uh, while I was kind of playing in that band, played another band called Boom Gates. Love that. And that was just like, it was a totally different music. Like, com- you couldn't pick two different bands. Oh, no, this, I hate this song. Don't like this. <laughs> what? This is your top played on Spotify. He cringes every time he plays. Oh, yeah, I hate it. You gotta be proud of it. It's a moment in your life. It's not you now, but it's like it's important. I hate the song. It's an important transition to the music you do next. Look at it. It's like this song. This is horrible. Tight drumming though. You didn't hear very drumming there. No. But yeah, I don't know. It was good fun. Was that long? Boom Gates. Boom Gates. Yep. Different band. Different kind of... Yes. Um, totally. Boom Gats is their band. This is the opposite band. Yeah. Everyone just got... This is so easy. Before Sean worked it, before Sean worked it, we were genuinely playing this like... 
every single week. And he's like, nah, nah, nah. I'm like, mate, it's in our most played on Spotify. Like, Keith, me, and Tristan are playing this up all the time. I genuinely love it. It's great music. Oh, gee whiz. Gee whiz. Yeah, yeah, boy. Yeah, that a boy. That a boy. Yeah, simple. So this is like this is much more you, I think, now, like with just good mates that you like hanging out with, and generally people you want to make music with. Yeah, it's a fun collaborative process. Yeah, and I still play music with like people in both bands. You know, I'm still involved, but just more on like a fun. Yeah, just enjoying it. Yeah, it's cool. I still I enjoyed it. You know what I mean? And that yeah. was fun. That was just like lots of different small seven-inch releases, one album, but yeah. still kind of same thing. Got the travel around Australia and people come to shows. It's just easy. Yeah, it's sick. You know, I think that's a we didn't thing. take guitars and everyone was just it was so easy. The big thing for him is easy. So like when we're cupping coffee, back to that, like yeah. you could go into this full elaborate. Like we've worked at places where it's like it could be obsessed over for weeks and weeks about buying like one coffee. Yeah. To the point where me and him now will cup a coffee and be like, we reckon it. Yeah, cool, bought it. It's like done. Easy. Why are we going to complicate things that don't need to be complicated? Yeah. We're very much just like yeah. remove the noise and I think that's why we get along so well. Yeah. If there's eight cups on the table, they're our three favourite. Cool. Let's not even start talking about the yeah. five that we're not into because we're not going to yeah. use them since just leave it alone. Mm. Yeah. Instead of like most people will be like want to talk about every cup on the table even though they're not going to like, forget about it. Push them away. Mm. You're not going to buy them. So just let's yeah. focus on the three that you're into. I like to focus on the things that are important. Mm. That's good. Yeah. Big time. Yeah, what is that? Does that, I guess, narrowing of focus just help everything run smoother? Yeah, I totally think just in life it does. Like, keep everything simple. Mm. If you overcomplicate things, it just gets harder and harder. Like, yeah, You're, I think just in, in life in general. It's it's definitely you. You're a man of simple pleasures as well. Love love simplicity. Love the simple life. It's the best. It's Have you really always been like that? Like, yeah. to actually hang out with someone who's... Just appreciates just simple. How long like, have you been a common folk now? What, seven months? Yeah. yeah. It's been the best seven months of my life. Yeah, love it. I just love seeing your face every morning. Big smile, good hugs. Just, Big hug. It's Big just, hugger. Loves a hug. Who doesn't love a hug, though? Tommy. You love it. Yeah, Tommy. Hates a hug. Yeah, Tommy yeah. likes a hug. I'm okay with a hug. Yeah, we got to work on it. You need more hugs. He's, he hugs, he'll hug, he just won't hug anyone. That's the thing. You have to hug every day. Be, I see Sean in the <laughs> you'll be like, Every day, well, hug, that guy. cuddle. Not That's really good. into him, he's a bit of a knob, but I'll hug him. <laughs> Try and see if we can change things. Seriously, seriously. Yeah. You're like, I never, I don't know, you probably attest to this. Like, everyone that interacts with you leaves feeling better. Yeah. Oh, thanks. 100%. This is the thing we were talking about. It. I can't remember, it might have been Heath. We were talking about how is the person you're like describing in a conversation a legend because they're a legend or because your interaction rubs off on them yeah he's the classic example of he thinks everyone's a legend because he rubs off on whoever he interacts with and they're better because of him jeez oh, I don't know about that 100% he thinks everyone's awesome like yeah. everyone is not awesome Sean there's some jerks out there but they're not jerks when you're around because you make them better it's yeah. it's exactly that's, that's how it works. positive interactions so, so I'm positive I'm to take compliments better as well Brendan <laughs> Brendan who I played boom gates with he's he always said, like, someone would give me a compliment, and I'd be like, nah, nah, and he'd be like, take the compliment. <laughs> and I'd be like, ah, oh. he's like, just take a compliment. Just, <laughs> just if take I give it. you a compliment, don't throw it back at me. Take the compliment. And I was like, okay, all right, sorry. So I'm trying to take compliments instead of say, yeah, thank you. It's good. You've got so many friends, like, 
I used to think everyone used to come in and talk to me at Common Folk now. He's overtaken me already. No, no way. That's fair. The amount of no. people that come in and want to chat Take to it. him. Take it. <laughs> I don't believe that. <laughs> it's true. But it's you're just a very easy guy to get along with. Everyone wants to be your friend and like be your acquaintance. Gonna just keep it's it just easy. Simple. It's yeah, just keep it's it simple. Just, like, I'm a genuine simpleton. Like, like I mean, <laughs> my wife always talk about like we are we are simpletons. Nothing wrong with being a simpleton. No, I'm, it's the greatest. Like, all about it's it. Yeah. And it just stems from like my family are simpletons. You know, like my uncle when he first came to see, I bought the house and we're like working on it and stuff. And it's like the smallest house ever on this kind of biggish property and I was like Uncle John I was like come in and see the house and he goes mate you could live in a caravan under a flight path and I wouldn't give a shit and I was like what do you mean he goes it's yours I don't care but okay I'll come in <laughs> I was like I love that yeah. you know what I mean there's no like, he's just he's like I'll be proud of you you bought a house no matter where it is yeah how much it was how big or small it is he goes I generally don't care because like to work hard enough to buy a house is a commendable thing. And, you know, I was like, oh, Uncle John, Nick, I love that. It's a, yeah, it's a cool way to look at everything because it doesn't matter. And, like, in a world where most of us, where, like, most of us, most people kind of chase more yeah. and more and bigger and yeah, better right. and things, there's a, and I'm definitely finding it in certain ways except for, like, books and things, but it's better, less is better. Oh, 100%. Um, like I saw that you've got let my people go surfing book up there. Such a like book. that guy is like he's got a lot because of how successful he is, but he didn't mean to be successful. It's just his people bought into his attitude, and he he never was dictated by money. Like yeah, he could have his business could have gone down many times because he was like, no, nah, we're not going to use that cotton yeah. because it actually poisons the waterways where most people in business would be like, don't care if it's poisoning the waterways, it's the cheap. Yeah. And he's just like, you know, like his first thing when he was building those... The uh, shorts? Se- no, he was selling the, the things yeah. that they, the rock climbers, when and he came, came back to like a rock face he had climbed and he was like, it's damaged oh the my rock. God, it's damaged the rocks. And yeah. he's like, I'm changing it. And it's like, we well, can't because that's your business. And he's like, I don't care. Yeah, like, what a legend! It's the best thing about built, businesses that have been built from the ground up of someone that just loves a thing. So mm-hmm. like, he, like Patagonia is this worldwide like behemoth now yeah. that does so much for like puts so much back. Yeah, started by a guy that likes climbing. Yeah, and it's, loves the outdoors. Yeah. and respects it and wants to like look after it for yeah. generations. Like not just for himself. It's like everybody should enjoy this. And I'm like, I love that guy. Mm-hmm. But he's like pretty simple. Yeah. Like, he'd have all the money in the world, but he's like. I like to just work a little bit because I want to go away and go fishing and stuff. Check out some glaciers for two months of the year. It's <laughs> yeah. like what a legend! Yeah. You know he could yeah. probably make more and more money, but he's like, I'm just going to employ people to do that work for me that are, have the same values as me. It's yeah, like, I love him. Yeah, I wish everyone was like that. <clears throat> yeah, I think the world would be a very different, imp- more improved place if everyone was like that. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like look after like if everybody just helped everybody without expecting something in return yeah it'd yeah. be pretty incredible yeah which is like the opposite of our capitalist society it's like okay well, what am I going to get if I do this what's exactly. it for me yeah. how, much, how much more can I make? how much can I squeeze out of this person yeah tell me about your swimming swimming and the stinky swimming mostly to start off with so, I'm the president of the Stinky Corner Swim Club. Founder. This founder. And president. Co-president, really. There's three presidents. Me, Laws, and work. Love it. 
Um, I haven't, there hasn't been three presidents in one place since like Point Break. They're harmonious. It actually works. We work. We work together <laughs> well. We're just th- it's just three of us. We call it the Bra- Stinky Brains Trust. Um, so love, love that. We've got... This, so if you go to Facebook, Stinky Corner Swim Club, it's a private group. Ask to be added. I'm admin. I'll add you. Um, <laughs> but it started Is there with, like a vetting process? Like, yeah. Nah, nah. Anyone can join. I don't care. Like, <laughs> never don't even have to swim but to be a member you have to swim to the pole and back yeah so why is it called the stinky corner so I lived in um on beach road in the pen high uh, sorry in Mentone in this building and across the road this is across the road from the beach and there was these two poles that you'd swim to and um because it's this corner on a southwest... Yeah, there it is. It's on facey. There you go. Get in the drink, despite yeah. the stink. Well, yeah, because it's, it's an actual corner and I'm like a howling southwesterly all... Um, oh, what is it? Seaweed would get stuck in there and it would... Wreck, like It stunk, man. And so we used to just... I forget. I don't know who named it. It was like, it's the stinky corner. So we just called it... And because I like to swim, I used to just go out and swim pole to pole by myself and then... My mate Mick joined. Oh, he didn't join. He'd just come and swim with me. <laughs> then my friend Hayden. Yeah. Uh, Mick's wife, Lawsy. So there was like a group of us who'd go to the poles. And we'd go out on like Saturday morning and we'd go out for breakfast. And it was just a good social activity, but it was also like good for your fitness and health, yeah. your mental health, because swimming just makes you feel so good. Uh-huh. You never regret a swim. That's what Thunder's dad says. It's <laughs> a great you never regret. And you don't regret a swim. Um, so we used to just swim all the time. But we do like a swim the stink for mental health every year. I think we're doing the fourth year this year, which is like May 28th, I think. Um, and that come about really unfortunate circumstances, you know, but it's like make, doing something good out of like tragedy. But we had a friend who I knew from when I was young as well. Like we did this tape, random tape course together, but his name is Tim and he is best friends with Mick and Lawsy, the co-founders of The Stink. And um, he was a really vibrant, happy guy. I know I didn't, I knew him, but not super well, but they were like best friends with him. Yeah. Um, Lawsy grew up with him, Mick best friends with him. And he struggled with mental health and you'd never pick it. He was the happiest guy, like always funny class clown kind of guy and um Mick was always like gotta get Timmy down it'd be good for him you know and I was like oh man I could never see him struggling then Tim had come down he did a few swims with us now and then incredible swimmer surfer really fit guy and every time he'd come down for a swim it was just so funny and I just couldn't see it and um yeah wife two kids his own kind of business and he took his own life yeah well which was just like Oh man, you're so sad. And when people try and tell me like mental health isn't a thing, it's like, well, it is because why would you not want to see your kids grow up? Yeah. Oh yeah, it's you horrendous. must be that sick yeah. that if you don't want to see your kids grow up, it's a just because it's not like a broken arm. If someone's broken their arm and they have their arm in plaster, it's like you can see say, it. oh, yeah. that's not a broken arm. Something's mm-hmm. broken and. If you're going to enjoy life, like life is the most valued thing. Mm-hmm. If you, if anybody could keep one thing, it's to yeah. alive. Um, so if you don't want it anymore, then you're obviously quite sick. So yeah, unfortunately he took his own life, which was, yeah, so bad. And out of that, um, myself, Mick and Laws were like, oh, we should do a, 
we should do a, like an actual swim for mental health and give proceeds to like his Tim's family that were associated with like it's called like dancing with the black dog yeah like breaking the stigma stigma for mental health so then we just did one we've been doing it every year and it's fun as well like we yeah there's no like you don't have to hop online to enter it's just like roll up the first year we gave the we made like a necklace out of rubbish you know so these yeah, guys came cool. down these try guys who were like pretty fit dudes and were like well done you won here's some rubbish around your neck <laughs> you know what I mean like I just that. that's cool you know it's like it's we also kind of have fun yeah like the serious kind of message behind it but at the same time it's so fun and um like last year we had like fake poos made <laughs> into like medals there's your fake poo yes you know fake people poo. love it yeah that's um, cool and yeah, you raise a lot of money every year, so we just do it every year. It's great, Sick. and it's so easy to organise. Like we basically go, I go over to their house and like pick a date. Yep, yeah, done. And the Mentone Lifesaving Club have been involved. Like they've been let us. They pull out some boats for yep. us, and Sick. it's great. Yeah, love it. How do we get involved? Just roll down. <laughs> when, I where, think... how, who, okay, what? Let me look on the phone. Let's have a look. <laughs> So, for anyone that's uh, sitting and not driving, um, hit Facebook up, Stinky... Stinky Corner Swim Club. Yeah, Stinky Corner Swim Club uh, Facebook group. I haven't even put it in my phone yet. Oh, that's put it in your phone. I think it's like... I think it's like... I'm upset you're not still running the, uh, the Picto Nokia. The, I think yeah. it's the 28th of March. I'm pretty sure. We'll update it. I'll have a look we will up. update. I'll put it in the uh, show notes. I think it's, yeah, I think it's the 28th of March because last year it was, when was it last year? I'm looking on my phone, sorry. It was glasses. late March. I do need my glasses. This is really small. Anyway, yeah, I, th- I think it's the 28th of March. It's exciting. Yeah, so basically you just come down. I think we say like 10 or 15 bucks and you get a swim cap, Ooh. which is cool. You become a member of the world's greatest swim team. Yeah, fresh caps. You don't even have to go like, I think the circuit is around a K, 1.2K, but you don't even have to do it. You can just, like, just touch the pole and come back. We just like people to get involved. But I've had lots of people, because they're like, I want to swim, and they've got into swimming, and they're like, man, I feel so good for just swimming. Like my cousin this year, like when she wanted to do it last year, but she was too nervous, and since then she's been swimming with some friends. She's like, man, my body's feeling so much better from swimming. But you don't have to do the whole thing. Just, just get in. We say come for a splash. On, just chuck some floaties on it. Go for a swim. Yeah. There's no kind of you know, there's some people who come down and swim hard, it's bit, just whatever yeah. just do what you gotta do. Yeah. That's good. I love that. Yeah, so I think it's the twenty eighth. We'll confirm. Like around eleven. Then we have a barbecue afterwards. The dream. It's the dream. But I don't know forty will be there with yeah. bells on. Yeah. No Speedos. Worries. Speedos. Get the, bud- a, get the budgies out. I want to do a winter soul stick. So in the middle of winter, no wetsuits allowed and you have to swim to the, just the pole and back. I mean, That'd be cool. Put huh? me in, coach. The winter soul stick. Teach me to swim. I bet you're amazing. I bet you, I'm not a great swimmer. No, I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm like a rock. Yeah, he's really dense. <laughs> what about tomorrow? What are you doing tomorrow? Tomorrow? I'm swim- doing a rip swim. Rip swim. So fill point, us in. Point the pan to Point Lonsdale. So it's like Ooh. about three and a half k's. Or something. Solid through the heads. Ooh. Ninety meters. Very solid. Water. A part of a group. But the way I got sold on it was my buddy goes, 
hey, want to do a team swim from point to point? And he's like, it's like three and a half K. So I was like, oh, that's so about 800 meters. <laughs> yeah, and you saw nothing. I was like, yeah, love that. I'm in. 800 meters, done. I was into it. Yeah. And then like, paid my money. I was like, this is cool. And then he's like, oh, I messed up. We all have to swim the actual distance <laughs> together as a group. And I'm like, oh my God, man. I love that a lot. But it's like... Positive pressure, it, just get it done. Yeah, now like you 40, do it. 40 people all up swimming. You have a kayaker. <coughs> and um, So each team has a kayaker? Yeah. And you've got to stay close because it's too dangerous. If you don't, if you start getting spread, they'll like pull yeah. you from the water because it's just crazy water out there. Yeah. Um, but... Hopefully, it's going to be... The worst thing is, is like looking at the week ahead and, you know, like if it's sunny, it's there's just the sun. And if it's raining, there's rain clouds. The one thing you didn't want is the <laughs> wind logo of wind. That's the, the, literally yeah. the worst thing. I, I, it could have been like hail and it would have been fine. But I looked on Saturday and it's the wind logo. It's going to be windy. Yeah. It's going to be like 50k east south easterly which isn't the worst wind because it would kind of blow us over but could also yeah. blow us through the heads yeah true Oof. which it mean it'll at least yeah. it'll scare all the port jackson sharks away yeah hopefully <laughs> I'm, the, I'm probably the weakest swimmer <laughs> in the group as well so i'm like the um i'm 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 the runt of the litter so like, <laughs> if anyone's gonna get eaten i'll be the guy tailing off the back and <laughs> the great white just, just stay in the middle me. but stay. i'm also probably the skinniest, not probably the smallest. So you're not so going to have enough go meat. The fatter guys. <laughs> <laughs> go something with a bit more substance in it. Yeah, but it's going to be good. Like I'm so nervous. Like, every time I think about it, I need to go to a poo. I'm serious. <laughs> I feel sick. Like I went and watched the. They got like a, a Vimeo video of the 2018 swim. Yeah. And I just like watched it and was went straight to the toilet. Oh no! For just real. Was, you genuinely. Like, Whoa, the big it's big chop out there like. You know, like the waves don't break, but it's like they're big mounds, like. Yeah. And that's what makes it harder is when you swim in chop. It's like your breathing gets all kind of messed up, and you got to swim over the waves. Yeah. And so what, you're using more muscles. What kid are you allowed to, allowed to wear? You're allowed to wear a wetsuit, but we're not wearing a wetsuit. Oh. Because, the team captain Len, he's like, if you wear a wetsuit, you get an asterisk next to your name, and I was like. Yeah, so goes, <laughs> we don't want an asterisk next to it. I'm gonna say, but we could if we don't wear a wetsuit, we could have a DNF, like it did not finish. And what, he goes, "What's worse?" He goes, "We'll have respect." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, okay, we're wearing wetsuits." Yeah, yeah so speedos, budgies. Well, I wear the kind of bike shorts. Oh, get some budgies in you. Nah, I'm too hairy. <laughs> I'm gross. Shave, you'll swim better. Ah, uh, I won't shave. I'll be fine. Just like, but it's gonna be nerve wracking. No, I reckon we'll do it. It's Hopefully solid. We'll do it. Unless the only reason I reckon we won't do shift it is that if language. We, you will do it. We will do it. The only reason if we weren't gonna do it is <laughs> the chop would be so choppy that we'd just be getting thrown everywhere, and they might be like, guys, tighten oh, up. Yeah, but that will be go. fine. There's gonna be boats out there. Should be right. Yeah, are they I'm sure. Are they gonna be any big boats? You can see the spirit. Well. Well, no, because the spirit's leaving tonight. Do you want to on it? But, yeah, you have <laughs> yeah. to... They reckon... They, this is how they sell it as well. They're like, during your swim, you might have to stop for like five to ten minutes, as in like just chill in the water. Because as you in have tread to, water. Yeah, because the ships have to go through the yep. heads and they sell it to you as the best bit of the swim. I'm like, it's not the best bit of the swim. You could get, watch a big ship go past you. I'm like, this is terrifying. 
I'm like, man, these big shit. So it's like you might have to stop for a bit. To let Tell me there's a live stream. We can watch this on tomorrow. Yeah, I know. Should we put a GoPro on my head or something? Yeah, yeah just down. go live on Facebook. Yeah, live on Facebook. You can go live in the Stink Swim <laughs> corner group. Yeah. Oh, the more I'm, I'm starting to shake. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. getting nervous. But, yeah. You've done the work, though. I have done the work. I do feel... I do. I feel fit, and I know. I know I can swim that distance. So what's the worst It's just more the conditions that when you don't exactly the stuff you can't and, control. Yeah, but yeah, you can't control. As, long as those, we all so. stay together. Yeah, you'll be fine. look out for each other, which would be cool. Yeah, yeah. Good team effort. Be a great team effort. Hopefully, the kayakist is in the right direction. <laughs> the kayakist. I love that. That's we, a word. We had a mate who was gonna be our paddler, and we he's like, I can't do it. And he was he we did a swim with him last Sunday. Our friend Josh, he's deaf and blind in one eye, and he's like, guys, I got to sit on your right hand side because it's yeah. my right eye that's blind, so I can't see it. So <laughs> I, and he's also a photographer, like loves ocean photography and stuff. Yeah. And we're swimming. We're like, where's Josh? And he's just like paddled out, and he's taking photos. <laughs> Mate. So we're like, it's pretty, like, we're kind of lucky that maybe Josh isn't coming with us because he can probably get a bit sidetracked and want to take photos. Can't yell to him to help you. Like, we're all over the shop. Well, this is our swim to, like, stay together. And we swim out in deep water in, down from, like, right of Blair Gowrie. And I was like, where's, man, I'm feeling kind of a little bit vulnerable right now. If this is the heads, I'd be shitting myself. And he was just off. Just then, get like, it done. That night he's sending me videos of us swimming and I'm like, that's that video. It's just direct us. <laughs> Joshy. Legend. Massive legend. I love that a lot. That's very cool. Yeah. It's kind of, I kind of wish he was paddling for us because it would be even better. But at the same time, I'm like, they're giving us a guy who's like done it every year. Safety first. Yeah. It's good to have a bit of experience. Has anyone in your team done it before? <laughs> no. One of the guys I haven't met, apparently his dad did it. Yeah. So that's cool. Like one degree of separation, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it's it's quite, you know. Like when I watch the video, there's like older, like a group of older ladies that did it. Um, yeah, it's like families do it. Yep. Which is cool. Yeah, awesome. Three point two k. It's a long way. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, if you get in a rhythm, it's fine. It's more if you kind of get out of your rhythm. And yeah. Lose you. But in the video as well, like people were getting to Point Lonsdale, like crying. Because they were cooked, or like... Because they made it. Oh, because so they were like, so happy. You're, like, you're kind of both, I think. Both like, I can't believe it made it. So I'm a bit like, oh, I didn't really want to see him crying. No, I would think of like that feeling of elation when you get there. Yeah. It's wonderful. The swim team, I mean, is such a weird group. Because you know, you've got like, you know, the kind of guy who loves to swim fast and he's like a footy player and he's a winner. You know, he's a winner. Where I'm just like, I'm not a winner. I'm just a... I'll just partake so he's like come on boys let's swim hard and I'm like let's just swim let's not try and win let's just swim let's just let's stay let's alive just cruise and he's like pussies come on I'm like oh man Whoa. so I sent him a message this week going please don't swim off on me please don't burn me out and he's like I've got ya and I'm like do ya he's the kind of guy who might see the group 100 metres and be like we can get this group and I'm like it's not a race it's not it is it's not, not a race. race yeah definitely so I hope he doesn't kind of push us to that level where we're just like exhausted a K in. Yeah. You'll be right, mate. We'll, we'll back you in. Yeah, we'll, I'll get it done. So what's, uh, what's next for Picto? What are you excited for? What am I excited for? Uh, 
excited for? Not much. It's not a <laughs> This is the thing. Simple pleasures. I like, love it. Honestly, there's not like, you know how most people would be like, excited for this holiday yeah. or this or this. Like, you're kind of a very content guy all the yeah. time. Like, so I wanted to see my garden grow. Good like this, answer. Go hang out yeah. with your wife and your dog. Yeah. Love it. Go for a surf on the weekend. Like, yeah. It's so refreshing to hang out with someone that's like just happy with tomorrow now. as opposed to yeah. like, a year from now, two years from now, the future. You're like, tomorrow's going to be sick. We're, we're going to Vanuatu later in the year. That's exciting. That'd Go for awesome. a surf. I don't know, maybe. Um, but yeah, little things like, really like watching my garden grow. That's good. The dog's yeah. kind of ripped up my lawn. Upsetting. A little bit upsetting and I've put some sand down, but... Yeah, but yeah, I love the dog, so I was gonna let it have a racetrack. I'm like, you can, you can, <laughs> you can have a racetrack. This is the guy that was not gonna let the dog sleep on his bed. Yeah, yeah. there's been many photos of his like the dog. Also, many. Pro- yeah, you showed me a photo. Of yeah, it. out of la- it's out of laziness though, not love. Because it's, oh. it's like, no, nah, love as well. Oh, man. this tough guy. He's just saying it's <laughs> not no, love. No, 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 it started from laziness. <laughs> We're now like, I do enjoy it. Where the dog's like, get up. It's like, man, it's six in the morning. And so I realised that if you just let the dog hop on the bed, it's content, and then you get to sleep for longer. Love but that. now, yeah. Is she taking it a bit too far? She's kind of pushing you out of the oh, bed, right? Yeah, I, was having, <laughs> yeah I, was having, I told Tommy I was having a dream the other night that I was getting like a cigarette burn in the in my middle of my back. Yeah. I was like, oh, I just had this weird dream. And then I kind of came to and I could still feel something in my back. And I was like, what's going on? And it was her paw. <laughs> She's trying like, to push yeah, you out like, of bed. Where did the dog get in the bed? <laughs> it's like two in the morning. I'm like, I didn't even know you got in. And I'm like, I just come to. You know? Stuff I'm like a, that. I'm a, I'm a clean guy. So yeah. like dog hair. and Stuff like that's why I want a dog. It's pretty cool, eh? Yeah. yeah. And a dog will never hate you. No, that's true. It's true. Give us, give us some unsolicited advice for the people that don't follow your enjoyment of tomorrow and today are people that just look 12, 18 months ahead and they're like in such a rush to get there they forgot to forget to enjoy the day like what's what advice oh, well, would you have for those kind of humans well it's like whenever I kind of get like that my wife Beck she's always like you could be gone tomorrow you could, you could be gone you could have a car crash on the way to work so don't stress over it it's so true it's like because I can sometimes I can stress about like, oh I've got to do this or, yeah. but it's it can all just be gone like, I know you have to plan. You have to be an adult. Bit of both. Bit of both, of, of mm. course. But at the same time, it's like, just, it can literally all be gone. Like, like, like that. Yeah. So, just enjoy. Like, I love getting home from work and, like, cooking dinner and watching trash TV on the couch with my wife. It's, like, the best. Yeah. Where I never used to, I was always had to be busy and yeah. had to be on the go. And it's like, you just have to just enjoy simple things because that's like what you do every day is never going to change unless you want it to change of course but you know like just enjoy having dinner with your friends or something enjoy if you do you know if you play footy on a weekend and you love it like really kind of enjoy waking up on a Saturday morning being excited for football or if you play music like if you love playing music like get amped for that gig you're going to play on Saturday night you know, just enjoy every day. Like, just look forward to the next day and just, I don't know. It's pretty crap advice, I suppose. It's fucking great advice. Just make, because, <clears throat> like, you definitely find that, like, there's the, the group of people that live for the weekend and, you know, yeah. they, they skip over five yeah. days of the week. Yeah. There's a group of people that are so stressed. And like, I've definitely been in this group so stressed because they're trying to 
work so hard they get home and they're still going and going and going they don't enjoy that Mm. um well like i'd be in the party of like go hard and then the weekend is just crash and try and reset and refresh yeah and and not just that it's like if you if you're work like don't get me wrong if you want a big house and you want a boat and a jet ski and an investment property like power to you no and that's not my bag because it requires too much effort but but it's cool i get like i respect it yeah but it's like if you want something because Joe down the street has it, then yeah. you're just going to be competing with everyone for the rest of your life. Yeah. Don't get something to try and keep up with your friends. Because I'd probably, I'd definitely be one of the lowest money earners out of my friends. I don't care. Like, I've got some friends who have been really successful in business and big money earners, but they do it because they love it. And they're great people as well. They yeah. actually, you never know it. Does that make sense? Yeah. But then you, we all know people that have got, seemingly got it all, but they're not happy. No. Whereas like, you got much less in comparison, but you're so much happier day to day. Yeah. And just enjoy the simple things. Like, I think, yeah. Yeah. Good advice. I've got a Corolla. I've got this 2004 Corolla. Love it. Which is... And it's still kicking goals. Mate, you know, like, I love that car. I'm like, I don't need a fancy car. It's missing a hubcap, as you can see from that photo. (laughs) You know, like, I was a little bit bit disappointed when I lost that hubcap. (laughs) Cheap in the car. Sure, you'll find it. It really looks like a crap car now. Yeah, it does. With the hubcap, it kind of looked a little bit. We've got to find your hubcap. If anyone anyone has an extra hubcap for a 2004 Corolla. Yeah, lost it on the way to Phillip Island. I've tried to find it. Yeah. <laughs> we it's get pulsed up like every day. It's yeah. vintage. It's vintage. It's vintage. Yeah. It is vintage. But you know, like I think character. Yeah, if you're trying to keep up with people, then you're never going to be happy. Maybe I, think, I think it's just maybe I'm the dumb one. <laughs> maybe I need a jet ski and a boat and an investment property. Yeah. Maybe, but then after like 90 seconds on the jet ski, then you're sick of it. Jet what are you going to do after? Sorry to sorry to uh. Don't be sorry to jet ski people, mate. We don't care sorry. about jet ski people. <laughs> If you have a jet That's ski, one demographic that, are, yeah, no one likes jet ski. I had a go on a jet ski, and after 10 minutes, I was like... 10 minutes is a lot. Yeah. 90 seconds, like, what are you doing? Like, cool, you go fast, that's sick. Unless you're in waves, it's so boring. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully a jet ski saves you tomorrow. Yeah, I know. Actually, you yeah, shouldn't have said that. <laughs> I can always... You know what? This, that is going to be bad bit of irony if... <laughs> If I'm drowning and a jet ski saves me, I'm gonna look like a real. You just gonna be like, nah, don't worry, don't worry. No, where's my, my where's my kayaker? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's my wind charge? Something I don't want that. Yeah, I look like a real prick. Ah, uh, you're right. It's it's good advice because I think it's if you are the kind of person that wants everything or wants all these things and you need to work hard for it, then by all means work yeah, hard for it. Yeah. But if you're the kind of person that you're like, oh, I'm pretty happy at the moment, but everyone else is telling me I should want this, yeah, and you mm-hmm. shift your your lifestyle and your way of living because of what society deems as successful, then that's where you're going to run into that dissonance and not actually enjoy day to day. And not saying that if you don't work hard, you're not going to... Like, I feel like I work hard. We work hard. Incredibly work, work, you know, incredibly like hard, work yeah. hard. Like, I don't think money is a good kind of indicator on hard work. You know, like youth workers and stuff. Mm. You know, they'd probably be on the lower end of... Um, and they work extremely hard. Yeah, definitely. Like nurses... You know, they probably earn, don't get nurses earn great money, but they should earn more. Yeah, 100%. The amount of hard work they have to put in teachers. You know what I mean? It's like money is an indicator of how hard you work. Definitely. Know why you work hard. Yeah. Good. Any more for any more? Any more for any more? Nah. Tell us a story. <sighs> I don't know. He's got so many stories. He's a liar. 
I'll tell you a quick story why I'm a little bit terrified about swimming the heads tomorrow. Yeah, you'll be fine, mate. Is we'll back you in. Jet skis will be I there. I do so, surf, yeah. but I'm not a good surfer. I surf. I more just go out. I get waves. I go straight. That's pretty much me. I'm not like a shred lord. Or you love it. I love it. Yeah. Right. Love it. That's how I try it. I'm like, if you like... Yeah, Picto Bento. Shred lord. No, far from that. <laughs> um, but my buddy who's doing the swim of this tomorrow is like, oh, you want to come and surf the heads? So on like a big swell, it wraps around, you need the right wind. Yeah. It's like an incredible wave. Like it is incredible. And he's like, you want to come surf it? And it's like, but it's a big dog wave. You got to know what you're doing to surf out there. And I was like, no, I don't know, man. I'm like, I'm not a very good surfer. And he's like, no, you'll be fine. You're good enough. And I was like, fuck it. All right, I'm coming. Let's good. do it. So you ride in and we get down there and there's a jet ski and two guys. So they're towing two guys and it was like, pumping and he's like no there's no one out he's like man I've never seen it like this yeah. and I was like wicked and, and he's pretty he's a pretty cruisy guy as well when you go surfing some kind of big stuff he'll be like you're right you're not gonna die you'll be fine but here he's like okay right so he gave me some serious talks like alright you know don't if you're in if you paddle into the channel the rip will take you out through the head you're gonna have to come through the beach it can be sketchy but stay whatever and he goes there's that kind of marker on shore he's like don't go past that otherwise you're getting too far I was like cool done we paddled out and I kind of waded down the line a little bit and got a couple of waves like because I'm a goofy footer it's a left hander I was like got a couple of waves I'm like man this is easy and it's because when you're surfing you can just see it's just like a normal beach yeah. just a, like I was like this is this is chill I don't know what he's talking about this is so calm and then a big set came through and I got a set on the head and it was like heavy and it was like that shook me up a little bit like oh okay I kind of get it now and I've got a couple more waves and um, then another big my mate's like big set's coming you know and I was like Phew. so you know like at a point break if it, I kind of paddled out to my right to, so I didn't get the set on my head yeah. and I was like because I got hammered from that last set I was like I might try and keep this I really don't want to get this on the head that took it out of me so I got over it and I was like exhausted just paddling over these big six foot kind of bombs and I was like taking my breath and I was like oh man I'm glad I didn't get that on the head didn't get it on the head and then I looked down and I couldn't see sand it was just complete black Yeah. and I was like ooh and then I looked down the line and my mate was like 100 metres from me and then the marker he said not to go past <laughs> I was like well past it and I was like oh shit and so I tried to fight the rip and I was and it was literally like someone was pulling me by yeah. my feet. And I was like getting nowhere. I was exhausted. I turned around this big ships, like literally <laughs> 100 meters from me. And I was like, like massive container ships. And I was like shitting myself. So he's like, just go with it. Don't get scared. I was yeah. cracking myself. I'm like, what am I doing here? Like, I'm genuinely scared for my life. Where, where am I going to get taken to? And I was just getting further and further. I was like calling him like, Lan, help! You know, like, what are you doing? He's looking cruisy, just catching waves. And I'm like, oh no, I'm going to have to come in on the beach, yeah. which is super rocky and even bigger swell. I'm like, oh man, I'm going to have to ditch my board and just Sweet. swim it in. And I was just like, man, and then out of nowhere, the jet ski guy who was like, was towing in surfers. Come get you. He's like, hop on, buddy. And I was like, oh my God. I was so exhausted. I've never been that tired in my life. I was like, thank you so much. And then big sets coming, like big sets out the back. And he's like jet skiing along. And he's like, jump on the wave. And I was like, no. And he's like, dude, this is like yours. Jump on. And I'm like, 
no, I'm exhausted, man. And he's like, he's like, dude, look. And we're just next to this wave. And he's like, this is sick. And I was like, take me down the fucking line. I just want to go in. <laughs> he's like, all right, buddy. And he just dropped me off. And I just whew, took a big whitewash into the water. And I was like, whoa. And I was like, what? Why wasn't anybody out? And as soon as I kind of came in, surfers yeah. started rolling up. Yeah, okay. I wasn't slack tied. Yeah. So we were surfing it on this like really Too heavy early. rip where usually guys, you know, and there wasn't 40 people out there like yeah. there usually is because it wasn't slack tied. And I was like, man, I'm never going out to the heads in my life again. And now tomorrow I'm swimming it. Without a board. Very good. Without a board. <laughs> I, I love like, that. Oh, no. It's perfect. So, no wetsuit. Well, no wetsuit. From, uh, from everyone that's going to be listening, good luck. Thanks, mate. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure we'll do a follow-up at some point, maybe before the stick swim will, uh, yeah. will jump on and do or, it. Or this could be your swan song and we, this is a great yeah. little yeah. Say, hi, say hi to be, Harold Holt for us. This could be, this could be played <laughs> at a service yeah, love that it. I won't be attending. Well, you might be physically, there. Physically, I'll be there, maybe physically, <laughs> if we but not spiritually. Yeah. I'm going to release this today, so I have no qualms about releasing it if you do pass. <sighs> no, nah, you yeah. could make more money. Like yeah. Prince is like vaulted music. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, potentially. Heaps. Maybe not. No, nah, you're gonna be fine. You're I'll put fine. in the work. Hey, just follow old mate Dory's advice. Just yeah. keep swimming. I'll keep swimming. I'm about to go in a float tank yes. to try and relax and get into a zen-like state. Yeah. Have you uh, have you done done a couple of times before? Once? I've done it once. What did you uh? Why are you doing it? What did you get out of it last time? Just really relaxed. Yeah, it took me about twenty minutes to get in the zone. Yep. Once I got in the zone, I was like, didn't know which way it was up. That's awesome. Yeah. It's a cool, sp- cool space to be. Yeah, I'm into it. You need to get Tommy to get one. Get yeah, a voucher. I will. Need to be a bit more chill. It's good. I worry about it sometimes. <laughs> Anyone that hasn't tried one, get around the float tanks because yeah. they are incredible. They are really good. Just go with it. Go see our friends at the Private Sea. Proud sponsor of the podcast, probably. Probably. All right. Picto, it's Legend. been a pleasure. Tommy, good from you. Lads, Handshakes. can't hear handshakes, so maybe like. High five. Fucking oath. Love it.